We love that. We love it. So welcome, welcome. Episode, I don't even know what number we're at now, but that's five. Episode five. Honestly, it doesn't feel like we've recorded that many, but Mm -mm. I guess we have. I know. It's so new and fresh and fun. We're keeping that energy. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be fun even a year from now, hopefully. Yes, it will. Exactly. We keep that attitude. Mm -hmm. So today... We're talking um, Courtney's favorite topic. One of many. (laughs) Drainage 101. But this is where she shines, you guys. So this is going to be a Courtney-centered podcast. But you're going to have so much to contribute to. But like, will I probably need to be reined back in at some point? Yes. (laughs) And that's what you're here for. I'll try. I'll try my best. (laughs) I know, right? Can't be wrangled. Um, All right. Drainage. So as always, I'm going to start with where is, what is drainage? What is drainage? It's the body's natural systems to excrete pathogens and waste. So a lot of people may not know what drainage is because you just think of like detoxing and you're like, are they the same thing? No, because detoxing is more aggressive, but drainage is literally just your body's built-in systems. Like someone was like, so pooping. And I'm like, that's part of it. Yeah. Right. Pooping is literally one of the number one things, one parts of drainage, but yeah, there's Mm. a whole drainage funnel. It's an interconnected system, tissues, cells, organs, all that good stuff. Yeah. I would say pooping is probably the most important part of drainage in my opinion. Definitely. Because that's what a lot of people struggle with initially. And it's the base. If you're Mm. not pooping, you're clearly not excreting pathogens. And it's one of the easier ones to get people to wrap their minds around, obviously, because it's something we're all familiar with. Mm -hmm. And if you're not doing it, you usually want to be doing it unless, you know, you're like these college girls that we were talking about in one of the other episodes where they literally just like not pooping for some reason. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. I know. I know. Cause I know people that were like, yeah, I pooped twice a week and my jaw on on the floor, but I'm like, what do you mean you poop twice a week? And that's like Uh, the fun part. Okay. We're not going to, this is not going to be a whole podcast on poop, but the fun part about it is like, no one thinks about how often they poop until you are either pooping too much or pooping too little. And then it's suddenly surprise a topic of conversation. Yep. I had someone tell me that's all they think about when they don't do it. Yeah. And which causes more stress, which makes you less likely to poop, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Cause that's how things happen. But yeah, it's literally like you don't think about it until it's gone. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, dang it. <laughs> you're like, wow, I really took that for granted. It was literally pooping. <laughs> exactly. So, anyway, continue with the the rest of the drainage. Yeah. I'll just get into the whole drainage funnel. So like I explained what it is and then we have a nice drainage funnel. It You start at the base and you work your way up, right? We're starting foundations. We're starting it's an upstream pathway because if something below it doesn't work well, then none of the upstream pathways will properly work. So at the bottom is pooping is the colon, right? The colon's way of excreting pathogens is pooping. That's one of the most foundational things we do. Literally, if you're not pooping every day, like you got to start there before you even get into the rest of the health things. 
And so, you know, there's plenty of ways to get it going. If you need tips, we have all of them. There are supplements. I always say don't rely on just supplements though. I mean, they're great and all, but the point is to figure out why you're not pooping regularly. Not, can I add laxatives in? If you're someone whose doctor told you to take a laxative every day for the rest of your life, oh my goodness, that upsets me. And we got to figure out what's going on in there and help you poop without a laxative, without Miralax, without whatever that is. Yeah. That hurts my heart. I literally, I know people, they, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Their doctor's just like, yeah, that's fine. And I'm like, also one it's habit forming. So like, it doesn't work over time. Mm-hmm. I don't even think we need to get into that. So, <laughs> so pooping every single day. If you're someone who's detoxing two to three times a day, because I think it's more foundational, you know, since you're pushing things out of your system, you have to make sure that it's actually getting eliminated from your system. Mm-hmm. So we move up the liver. I know you love the liver probably more than I do. Yeah. (laughs) The liver and the bile ducts is the second pathway of the drainage funnel. It's something that people don't think about their liver enough, right? Again, Mm -hmm. it is our second largest detox organ behind our skin because you know, your skin is literally stopping things from getting into your body, but the liver is so incredibly foundational because it quite literally processes and helps you eliminate all the toxins that we face on a daily basis like anything, air pollution, water, water pollution, over-the-counter drugs, all of the supplements that you're taking are processed by your liver and hormones. My favorite. I know. And that's why you love, I mean, I get it because liver was something that needed more support and that's why it became a thing in your life. I mean, I had a liver disease, so it is one of my favorite things. Mm Mm-hmm. Liver is still the biggest thing that I have to continuously support for me um, just because of how my body works and the way mm-hmm. it processes things. It will get overburdened very easily. If and I, I think that's the case for it. a lot of people that they don't realize, like you're very conscious of it, but mm-hmm. a lot of people may not realize that their liver gets overburdened easily. Yeah. Like, yeah, because you're super into hormone health, you're super in all of that. Like for you, you're like, yeah, my liver gets overburdened easily. But when you think about the toxic world we live in, like there's so many toxins and pathogens out there that our body needs to process. It needs to eliminate. It doesn't take very much for the liver to need more support for the liver to get overburdened. And maybe for some people that might look like not being able to digest fatty foods, right? Cause mm-hmm. bile and all of that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. I can tell also and this is going back to poop, like when my liver is overburdened because my stool will start floating uh, Uh, in the toilet and then I'm like, I'm not digesting my fats. So I need to add in some liver support. So why does that happen? That happens because you're not digesting fats. And so it does create like more air. It's the bile's not digested well enough. So it floats and people Mm -hmm. are like, eh, that's a myth. No, it's not. Sorry. Floater, you don't want your poop to float in case no. you didn't know that. No. I literally, in my drainage course, this sounds really weird, but I literally define what a good poop is because I'm like, okay, just because you're pooping one to three times a day doesn't mean it's what your body needs to properly eliminate toxins, right? Mm-hmm. Like you need to have a good poop. Do you have the whole chart? Like the, what's it oh, called? Oh yeah. The bristle I have the bristle chart. chart for texture. And then I also go into color. Mm-hmm. And then I also go into the fact that you literally don't want your poop to smell like something just rotted and fell out of your body 24 seven. Yeah. So funny story with the Bristol stool chart. Um, my family does usually like a family vacation 
every mm-hmm. summer and so everybody will travel from everywhere and we'll just rent a house and hang out for a couple of days well our wedding was kind of that family Aww. vacation this year so we sadly won't have one but last year um it was in june so it was like right after i had gotten back from the muscle testing so i was like sitting in the living room talking with a couple of my aunts and uncles and we were talking about the muscle testing and the parasites and we started talking about poop and like what your poop should look like and they're all like well mine looks like this and mine looks like this and then one of my aunts pulls up the bristol stool chart and starts passing it around and they're oh all my God. like dissecting it and then um a couple of my uncles come in and all they hear is just like snippets and all of a sudden they look over and they're like what is happening over here <laughs> so pretty soon like two people more people come in three more people come in and then everybody's like dissecting their poops on the oh my god stool i chart. love that you know, it's a, a close-knit thing. family when you can dissect your poop together. We are. We are. That's so cute. I literally love that. <laughs> You're like, yeah, and then we learned who needed more support where. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I told them, look, you need this. You need this. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, gosh. Yeah, so there's a lot to go into. We don't need to get into that. But uh, to tie the bottom two parts of the drainage funnel in together, the liver excretes toxins through bile, right, through the production of bile. So if you have backed up bile if you have gallstones liver stones all that stuff bile's not being eliminated out of your body your liver produces bile and then stores in the gallbladder or then it makes its way to the colon is bound to your poop eliminated out of your body that's how we're tying them together that's how we actually eliminate all those toxins so if your liver sluggish if you're not producing bile well if that bile gets sludgy then that's why you're not eliminating out those toxins, right? Because it's not getting to your poop. It's not getting eliminated. And then that's where we tie hormones in. I want you to go into this because I'm going to sound like a novice compared to you. (laughs) I mean, um, so I would say the biggest thing probably with eliminating your hormones is going to be the excess estrogen. Mm -hmm. That's because that's generally what most people have when it comes to drainage support and hormones is going to be the excess estrogen. Sometimes they'll come to me and they'll say, like my doctor says, I have um, too little progesterone. I'm like, well, probably it's just because you have too much estrogen. Estrogen dominant. Yeah. And so again, chemicals in the air, chemicals in your water, chemicals in your beauty products and your household products. Especially. Yeah. Just everywhere. Honestly, most women, if you're using conventional beauty products, you're exposed to about 160 chemicals before you even leave your house for the day. So oh my gosh. those are all going to be processed through your liver. Mm-hmm. And if you're giving your liver that many toxins every single day, it's probably not going to be able to work well, function well. It's going to clog up your bile. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be excreting it. So that's going to lead to higher estrogen yeah and so your estrogen again is not going to get processed through your liver so it's just going to raise the inflammation in your body that's what causes really painful periods as a general rule Mm -hmm. is high amounts of estrogens just because of those prostaglandins and that inflammation everywhere yeah so that's why i'm so big on liver support for hormones because if you're not pooping if you are not yeah you have to start at pooping always if you're not getting those toxins out if you're not getting that estrogen out you're not going to balance anything else out yeah so it really comes because yeah, the estrogen to... gets bound to the bile and then that's how it's eliminated mm-hmm. so if you're not pooping 
It's just recycled back in your system. That's why people become Mm -hmm. estrogen dominant. Mm -hmm. And the same thing with toxins. The toxins just go back into your bloodstream. So Mm -hmm. again, if you're having problems losing weight connected to a hormonal issue, Mm -hmm. again, go back to pooping and liver support. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like that's the basic, basic foundation for most people. Always pooping, always liver support. Mm-hmm. If you need to know why you might be backed up in these areas, if you want to know how to further support it without working with a practitioner, one, there's so much content on the internet about it. I've created a guide. It's on both of our Instagrams, a lot of drainage stuff. I, <laughs> I dive really <laughs> deep into it. So like, if you want to look at my posts, I literally have about like 20 posts on drainage. Someone asked me to do more. And I was like, I quite literally don't know that I could talk more about it and say anything differently. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes you just have to recycle content Yeah. for the new people yeah because I'm like when new people come I'm like please there's so much yeah and so the liver I mean like I said we we both know so much about it because I also like had a liver disease Mm -hmm. there's so much debate out there whether like the liver diseases that are diagnosed like autoimmune liver really exists I know a lot of people like in that space say it they're like so did I really have autoimmune liver or like, was it just pathogen overload? And I'm like, see, we'll never know. Right. Cause mm-hmm. you got this diagnosis and your body just doesn't start to attack your liver. Right. It doesn't just do that on its own. It doesn't want to, for me personally, I got Lyme and then my liver levels went through the roof, right? AST, ALT, 1200, 2400. If you don't know anything about them, they're supposed to be from, and from a functional range, 10 to 26 from a traditional range, it's like below 50. So yeah. 1200 and 2400 are a little out of range. <laughs> Just a little. I know. Right. I'm like, so who knows? We don't even need to get into that, but then we move up the drainage pathway. If you're pooping every day, if you're using a liver support, then you move up, you get to the lymphatic system. I love the lymphatic system because I think it's so incredibly underrated. Mm-hmm. I think that it no gets, one thinks about it. Yeah. It gets almost zero love. It gets no love unless you're someone in this space, unless you're someone who had some sort of like lymph cancer or some sort of like lymph issue, Mm -hmm. right? Or you had to get lymph nodes removed or they're swollen when you're sick. I mean, so people know when their lymph nodes get swollen when they're sick, but that's about it. That's like, so I will say with the popularity of the gua sha and stuff, I feel like very true bar. Yes. And dry brushing. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're so right. They do activate, whether you realize it or not, you're activating your lymph nodes around your face and your mm-hmm. ears when you're doing the gua sha. So I do think that is really good. I totally agree. Cause I, gua shaing and dry brushing and jade rolling, people are like, oh my God, I'm moving my lymph. And like, mm-hmm. you kind of are, you definitely are. Cause you're activating. Cause the lymph is like right underneath the skin. It, mm-hmm. You don't even need much pressure to like move the lymph. Yeah. I mean, I do think that self-lymphatic massage is like a better form just because then you know exactly where you're moving along, right? And then you're pressing the lymph nodes to like really actually drain from it. Mm-hmm. So the lymphatic system is what I like to call like this, the garbage disposal or like the sewer system of the body. It's quite literally a sewer system. Like it's sexy. I know. I know. Right. I'm like, so cute, but it is because if you look, if you literally Google it, you will see that the lymphatic system runs along your whole entire body. Mm -hmm. It's right under the skin. It is interconnected cells, lymph nodes, tissues, whatever. If you want to, if this interests you at all, the book of lymph, it's literally called the book of lymph is a phenomenal book about the lymphatic system. It's so incredibly in depth. 
you can't read it all at once. You have to like break it down into chunks and she gives self massage. So if you're someone who wants to like do more with your lymph than what you're currently doing, she does lymphatic self massages in there. There's also a lady on Instagram. I don't remember her name. I think she might just be the lymphatic lady or something like that, but she does a lot of videos, just like mm. short little videos where she'll show you different massages yes. to massage certain areas of your lymph. So yeah. those are really helpful too. Yeah. Cause like not everyone can get lymphatic massages all the time. I mean, I've gotten a couple and I think they're phenomenal, but it's just not something that's also I... so easy to do on yourself. Yeah. Really. I mean, you don't yeah. have to do your full body, but you can just do. And if you have somewhere sections. that you know that your lymph's a little bit more sluggish, if you have like swollen lymph nodes, like they literally have those caveats in like, I'm sure on her page and same in the mm-hmm. book, she's like for this, do this, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And again, if you're not pooping, she has one for your stomach for the, yes. that will activate your liver I love that one. and push all that stuff out. Yeah. And then you go all the way around the colon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rita, I didn't see from her that but... one sometimes. It's so good because you go along the ascending, transverse, descending, colon, and then elimination at the bottom and then do it more. Yeah, I did it on him once, I think when she first posted the video. And he's just like, oh, this is a nice massage. And then he comes to me the next day and he's like, hey, can you do that again? Because I pooped really well. (laughs) He's like, stop talking about me pooping. And you're like, sorry. No, well, this morning I was like, we talk about you a lot. And he's like, that comes with the territory. Yeah, like he put like, a ring on it. He married you. He knew. He likes it though. So it's fine. It's like I get a little attention. <laughs> He's an attention hog. It's crazy. Anyway. So I think one thing that I totally didn't like touch upon that I should have was like, how do you know if the liver sluggish? How do you know if the lymph sluggish? Liver, if you have a hormonal imbalance, if you have have trouble digesting fatty foods, those liver levels are elevated. If you... <laughs> honestly struggle to, I don't know. There's so many ways to go into it. I'm like, I typically go with struggle digesting fatty foods is like my biggest number one and hormonal imbalance is like, those are the biggest two. That's like surprise. You need more liver support. Also skin issues, skin issues. Some people literally have pain in their liver and I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay. (laughs) They're like, yeah, just like my, so your liver's in your right rib cage or so right underneath like your pec your breast mm-hmm. some people are like yeah I have some pain there and I'm like okay well <laughs> get those issues eczema liver flukes oh my god mm-hmm. and so for lymphatic system swollen lymph nodes obviously right mm-hmm. if you're someone with cellulite again skin issues could be a thing some of them are very can be intertwined you have to figure yeah. out what the deal is for you mm-hmm. I typically say like cellulite, swollen lymph lymph nodes, skin issues, or just like swelling in your extremities, swelling in your face. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of swelling. Yeah. If your face just looks kind of like puffy. Puffiness. Yeah. Um, Because some people will literally notice like when you, when you wash on stuff and you're like, oh my God, my face is so much less puffy. Like surprise, you are moving the lymph fluid through your body. So the reason I call it like the garbage, the garbage man is because the lymphatic system does not have an external pump. It is one of the only systems of our body that not like your heart, you know, your cardiovascular system, your heart pumps, right? Your heart mm-hmm. pumps it through your body. The lymph has to rely on other muscles, tissues, things, pumping and external factors in order to pump the lymph fluid out your body mm-hmm. so that you can properly eliminate it. So that's why we say, 
the number one thing is always movement. Mm -hmm. If you live a very stagnant life, move more. I say aim for at least 30 minutes of activity a day, even if that's three 10 minute walks. I personally don't think that's enough, but that's a great way to start. Yeah. Or if you just don't want to go on a walk, you can also get those little mini trampolines. I love my rebounder. Those are my favorite things. And they're such an easy exercise to do. And it's going to yeah. be amazing for stimulating your lymphatic system. And you can just do that for like, take three 10 minute breaks and just bounce on it during the mm-hmm. day. Um, and I can almost guarantee you're probably going to see a little bit of weight loss just from doing that. Yeah. Just and from again, reducing inflammation and puffiness. Yeah. And again, it's a really easy exercise to do. Like I said, if you can't exercise much or walk much, just because it's very easy on your knees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it, they even say like, you don't have to pick your feet up off the rebounder to get mm-hmm. the limp moving. If again, it's too much for you, you can just bounce low level with literally your knees with your feet staying on the rebounder mm-hmm. the whole time. I know a lot of people also recommend, um, those vibration plates. Personally, I just don't have one. I never saw the need to invest in one. Yeah, no I issues in it. Uh, they can be they too cost, intense for yeah, some they, people. They're too intense, too intense. And I would rather just buy a rebounder. Yeah. I got my rebounder during quarantine. Yeah. (laughs) Literally it was $60 and I could only get it at Walmart because everywhere else they were sold out because everyone wanted to do some sort of activity (laughs) during 2020. (laughs) Yes. My 20, my $60 Walmart rebounder. Mm -hmm. I grew up with them because my mom always did it. I love it. I love it so much. Keep going. (laughs) Yeah. I just, so those are like easy ways. Again, dry brushing is going to be great too gua sha is going to be great too. Epsom salt baths are phenomenal for getting you to sweat all of that fun stuff mm-hmm. to just like move it even more. But movement in general is just going to be the best way and self massage for self lymph massage. Mm-hmm. If you want to get regular massages, they do it too, because even though they're just moving your muscles, right? They're digging into the muscles, the muscle, muscle contractions and all of that still does move the lymph, mm-hmm. but lymph massages are even better if you're aiming to like eliminate via the lymph. Yeah, my mom was doing um, like the myofascial release massages too. And she said she felt like that really helped as well. Yeah, those seem phenomenal. I've never found somewhere near me that I wanted to spend the money on. Like it always seemed like that was just one of their added services. So I don't know if they would be like good at it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm gonna spend the money. I want it to be a good one. The lady that she has, that's what she, that's all she does is the myofascial. Yeah, or I want them like specialize in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she has that, and then she has one of those salt booths that you sit in. I so I've that. done that, and I haven't done the myofascial. I've only done lymphatic massage, but I did love it. It was It's very relaxing because it's very gentle pressure. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't feel like a regular, like, deep tissue massage or whatever. It's just, like, gentle pressure along the lymphatic system. And then they, like, press more on the lymph nodes to get it to release and yada, yada. Mm-hmm. So then you eliminate that lymph fluid from your body, and then... If you have, we move up from there. Organs and tissues. What does that mean? Everyone's like, what does organs and tissues mean? Um, The main organ and tissue that you would want to drain from is your brain, the glymphatic system. It has its own drainage system. So the glymphatic system, it's pretty much the lymphatic system, but for the brain, it quite literally is, it has synovial fluid running through it. And then it connects right to your lymphatic system. So if your lymphatic system isn't draining, no wonder you have brain fog, you have fatigue, you have memory issues. You have all these brain things. Think about any of that. That is going to be an indicator that your lymphatic system is backed up Mm -hmm. 
or if you're someone who like has a history of like brain injury, concussion, stuff like that, you definitely want to make sure your lymphatic system supported. And so all that synovial fluid pumps into your lymphatic system and then drains from there. Surprise, glymphatic, lymphatic, they're lined up. How would we best support this again? Cause I like to start with lifestyle stuff. I don't think that health has to be for someone who hasn't had health issues in their life, right? They just find us and they want to optimize everything, but they're not someone who like chronic illness, all this stuff. I'm always going to stick to lifestyle stuff to, first. It doesn't have to be crazy expensive. Like, right. yes, investing is always going to be worth it in your health. And if you're someone who has had chronic illnesses, has had all these things, you may have to spend money in certain places, but I don't think everyone needs a vibration plate. I don't think everyone needs a red light. Like I love my red light. Maybe if you want to ask for it for Christmas, cause you think it's a fun tool or like same with an infrared sauna. We don't all need an infrared sauna in our house, unless it's something that you can afford. If you're someone who you're like these supplements, this practitioner, it's a really like my max, lots of stuff we can do. Agree. Yeah. We're like trying to make it as easy as possible. Cause we're like, yeah, we get it. There's, we have to decide how to spend our money. Mm-hmm. So the glymphatic system, probably the main way you are going to dump toxins out of your glymphatic system is deep sleep, because that is when the glymphatic system properly excretes and eliminates it to the lymphatic system. So literally getting seven to nine hours of deep sleep every single night. And that means uninterrupted sleep. It's crazy how many people don't have uninterrupted sleep. When you have a husband that thrashes around all <laughs> night long, I tell you my glymphatic system is struggling right now. I mean, you're not the only one, right? He went out of town last week and I got two solid nights of uninterrupted sleep and it was heaven. And I'm like, when are you going out of town again? Because <laughs> I need this. Uh. Uh. Yeah. So that's like the main way via the lymphatic system. Also, like if you go to a chiropractor getting upper cervical, um, the cervical part of your spine is literally in your neck, the upper cervical, like adjustments is going to help meditation and breath work is always going to help that stuff too. There are supplements. I don't really dive into supplements because I think a lot of it's very individual. And I think a lot of them you have to do with practitioners. If I were to tell you some of the supplements that I do for the lymphatic system, the main ones, King coffee. Yeah. Surprise. It eliminates brain fog. It really helps a lot of things, but other than that, the other ones I think have to be more practitioner led. Like I wouldn't tell anyone to just throw this into their routine because for example, heavy metals can get, um, stored excessively in the brain. Mm -hmm. And if you're not, your lymphatic system's not properly eliminating and you're someone who knows you have heavy metals, right? Maybe that's why you have brain fog. Maybe that's why you have that fatigue. Maybe that's why you have memory issues you can't, you can't keep a train of thought, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so to dump heavy metals from the brain, isn't necessarily complicated. I mean, right. It takes a protocol, but I've done it with clients, but I'm not going to tell you like the two supplements I would do, because I don't want you doing that on your own. If you're not using the proper binders and if you're not literally binding to them to eliminate them out of your body, it's not going to work. And if you haven't done a lot of drainage work first, yeah, because you really should do the drainage and the parasites and all that other stuff before mm-hmm. you jump into heavy metals, just because they are a little more intense. Yeah. So you do want to make sure that you're getting them out properly. And as we get to the top tiers, the drainage pathway, like, right. If you want to troubleshoot, like, oh my God, these are my issues. 
my first thing is look at those downstream pathways. If you have cellulite and all those skin issues that we said about the lymphatic system, look at the liver, look at the colon. Are you mm -hmm. pooping every day first? If yep. you're not start there, then look at the liver. Are you supporting your liver? And if you're like, no, how would I be supporting my liver? Maybe don't add in a supplement liver support. Maybe add in castor oil packs. Maybe you just take, oil packs. I know, cause they're so gentle. They're mm -hmm. one of the few things that I find I can incorporate with almost everyone. The only time I literally couldn't was when I got the bug and I couldn't do anything. I was barely mm -hmm. eating. So I tried to start with the castor oil packs and it did not work well with me, but that's yeah. the only time I've seen it be too much for someone. Mm -hmm. So castor oil packs, they're very, very gentle. Easier they kind of stimulate as like a coffee enema does, but they're much easier mm -hmm. for people to do. Yes, it's easy to do and it's very gentle on the mm -hmm. detoxification process. Yeah. And so also, especially to support the liver, like we said, think about taking like eliminating as many toxins as you can out of your daily life, switching the personal care products, switching your cleaning products in your house, mm -hmm. all of that stuff. That's where Especially, we're going to start filtering your water. Yeah. Like your deodorants. And so I always go to deodorant first. Deodorants first. Yes. You're literally putting it in your armpit where there is major lymph nodes, especially if you're using an antiperspirant. With oh my gosh. Aluminum. Aluminum. Mm -hmm. You're just feeding more heavy metals. Yeah. Into your system. And that's right. like so close to your brain. I need to, I'm going all over the place. I need to go back to the lymphatic system for one hot second. So like, yes, if you are using antiperspirant deodorant first thing, swap that out because you're using it every day, swap mm -hmm. for a more non-toxic version. They're not supposed to stop you from sweating because sweating is a way that we excrete toxins out of our body. I'm sorry yes. that you should be sweating regularly, right? It's just going to be a scent to cover up your scent. That's really what it should be. In my opinion, what a deodorant should be, Yeah. <laughs> but so women, especially we have a lot of lymph tissue in our breasts. Mm -hmm. We do in and around it. So especially like you said, if you're putting the deodorant on, it's going to stop clog all of that right there. Mm -hmm. If you are a woman and you are someone that is more concerned, I mean, breast cancer is not something that's on my daily thought, but I know people that are like concerned with that, right? If you are mm -hmm. concerned with breast cancer, you think it runs in your family, whatever, wear less bras wear less bras and move your lymph without having a bra on, right? I tell everyone you're going to rebound, rebound with no bra on your, your boobs should be going up and down. Let the lymph tissue mm -hmm. eliminate, let all of the lymph get stimulated in your boobs. Yes. It'll because also keep them perkier longer. It will. It say. will. I know that's, that's a bonus, <laughs> but I'm just saying that like, because they're so constricted by bras, Mm -hmm. The lymphatic fluid doesn't move through there as much. And that's how that gets that stagnation. I'm not saying that's the cause of breast cancer. Right. But I'm saying it doesn't help. No. So yeah, that's really important. Less bras, more lymphatic movement without bras on, because we don't want to constrict that area. We don't want to stop all of the toxins and hold them in there. Mm -hmm. So jump on your rebounder with no bra on. Sorry. <laughs> so anyways, we're back. I know I had to make that segue because I've had people that are like, oh my God, I'm so concerned about that. And I'm like, one, if it's in your train of thought 24 seven, that's, that's just going to make it worse because that's not going to make like it better. <laughs> exactly. I was like, like what we think about manifests itself, whether good or bad, whatever, but like, yeah, regardless of that, if that's some, something that you do everything in your power to make sure you don't get that, here is my fun tip. Agreed. Don't wear bras. Thanks. Burn them. No, you don't have to. <laughs> I rarely wear what's considered a regular bra. 
I wore one last week. Couldn't tell you last time I wore one before that. I was like, Ooh, my boobs look great. I know. (laughs) And then after an hour, I'm like, Oh, I got to get it off. I just rip it off. Mm Mm-hmm. Literally got in my car, like unhooked it. And I was like, wow, that was great. Mm-hmm. Especially when it's 105 degrees and you're Texas, man. Sweating. It's fun. So we have one final upstream pathway of the drainage funnel and it's the mitochondria in the cells. It's one, right? The cells in the mitochondria, I really like to think of as the power switch to the drainage funnel because what do we know about the mitochondria? The powerhouse of the, the cell. <laughs> surprise, surprise. We we went to biology class. That's about all we got. I get it. Same. Um, but it is. It's the powerhouse of the cell. It's the powerhouse of the body. Mm-hmm. 90% of the energy that our body uses is created in the mitochondria. So I, I think of it. I love mitochondria support. Mm, I love yes, it. Yes. Yes. I mean, as you know, I've been on a mitochondria kick recently. I've been having a lot of fun with it. But anyways, that doesn't, I was like, that's not what we're talking about here. Um, it's literally the power switch to the drainage funnel. So I don't tell people to like add direct mitochondrial supplement support until at least a couple months into drainage, just because it can be very, very powerful, right? It does promote detox. Like it opens your detox pathways. It helps your body push toxins out. So if you're not honed in on drainage mitochondrial support in the form of supplements is not the first thing to do, mm-hmm. but there's lots of phenomenal ways that we don't have to use supplements to support the mitochondria. Tell me about your favorite ways. Um, honestly, I'm kind of spacing right now. AM so. sunshine. Ooh, that's my fave sunshine. First thing in the I morning. Would say, yeah, that might be one of my favorites. That's so good. Uh, so sleeping, <laughs> sleeping too. Literally. Well, so part of the reason yeah, AM sunshine, sunshine. Yeah. Part of the reason morning sunshine is so good because it restores your circadian rhythm and it gets mm-hmm. you into deeper sleep grounding. I guess I always think of that one as like one of my hormone hacks. So that's why I wasn't connecting I mean, it to mitochondria. Cause I always tell people to do it for hormone because it resets your circadian rhythm. So it balances out your sleep patterns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like I said, 90% of our energy is created in your mitochondria. So if you're someone who has adrenal fatigue, I hate to break it to you, but adrenal fatigue is commonly mitochondrial dysfunction. Like your mitochondria is just deteriorated. Mm -hmm. So the mitochondria has two, like, I'm going to say main functions. It has a lot of functions. I mean, it creates steroid hormones, literally cortisol, estrogen, testosterone, progesterone, aldos, more. We're not getting into it. I'm like, I'm missing something. I'm missing one or two, but anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so it can only spend a hundred percent of its energy on either your immunity or your energy. So if you're someone who has had chronic health issues for a long time, obviously your body is spending the time on that immunity. It's like immunity, immunity, immunity. That's what's needed right now. Right. That's where we need to spend all of our energy. And it's not focusing on that energy portion. So when that happens, your energy centers get tapped out and there gets to a point where you might be diagnosed with adrenal fatigue, which is typically mitochondrial dysfunction. The mitochondria gets tapped out. It's been working overtime. It's been trying to help your body heal. It's like, we're done. See ya. That's how mine was. Mm-hmm. Same. Mm-hmm. Cause I had gut issues for so long and 
my body was focusing on the gut, the gut, the gut needs help. It needs help digesting. Mm-hmm. Digesting takes so much energy. Yeah. I like it takes so much energy out of your body. That's why some people adding in a digestive enzyme. Yeah. It's a bandaid, but it's not a bad thing because it literally helps your body have energy to do other things. Mm-hmm. But so then I got to the point where my body was like, yeah, we're tapped out. This was fun, but see you later. Yeah. That's definitely how mine was. Yeah. And then your energy goes through the floor. Sometimes if it gets to the point, you get tired and wired where your cortisol melatonin curve is absolutely opposite, right? Typically cortisol would be highest first thing in the morning, lowest, well, not first thing in the morning. I mean, between seven and eight, something like that, or six Mm -hmm. and eight, and then lowest between it's like eight to 10. That makes sense, right? That's when you're in fall asleep. Melatonin should be the exact opposite. Your melatonin should be highest from eight to 10 and lowest when you're waking up in the morning. Mm-hmm. If you get tired and wired, they literally flip-flop. So your cortisol is highest when you go to bed and it's the lowest when you wake up. If you're one of those people who has insomnia, struggles to, to wake up, you struggle to fall asleep and stay asleep, all of that stuff, mitochondrial, One of the main mitochondrial symptoms I see is also hormone dysfunction. If someone's like, I have no testosterone, like literally none. I'm like, yeah, might be mitochondria or low libido. Mm -hmm. So there's so much talk about the mitochondria. I literally talked for an hour to myself about it the other day. (laughs) To yourself. (laughs) Well, my mitochondrial masterclass I recorded and I was like, me recording, it was literally like a handful of people and like me talking Mm because I couldn't look at everyone. So I was like looking at something. So I'm like, I'm talking to myself. Okay. It's a good way to learn. Oh gosh. This is literally me preaching on my soapbox. (laughs) So if you want to help boost your mitochondria, sorry, I need to collect my thoughts. I was like boosting our mitochondria. Again, there's always supplements. Um, a phenomenal way to do it also is to decrease your EMF intake, mm-hmm. like reduce how exposed you are to EMFs. Yeah. What I find fascinating is the fact that the mitochondria traps like the radiation. Mm-hmm. And so when you do that mitochondrial support, especially with the supplements and like the cell core supplements, how it actually pulls the radiation and that's why people get detox reactions yeah. from it often and that's why you'll often see like the major major fatigue mm-hmm. when you're doing yeah that. exactly the more radiation you have in your cells the more fatigue you're going to have while you're detoxing it mm-hmm. and that's why i'm saying i don't say to jump straight to the supplements i always say drainage first mm-hmm. i add the mitochondrial supplements usually around like month two or three depending on the person i mean king coffee is also a mitochondrial supplement so i add that out the gate because it does typically block from radiation and it does typically boost cellular energy mm-hmm. i love that reishi we love reishi check out our podcast on reishi if you oh yeah have we we don't even honestly touch the tip of the iceberg because there's just so much to say yeah And also, like I said, AM sunshine, if you're a red light person, red light does help to regenerate cells. It helps to boost your mitochondria. You don't need to get a red light. The sun has different spectrums of UV light. You can get just as much of it if you do AM sunshine, right? Mm -hmm. First thing in the morning, like you don't need a red light. I like mine. I asked for it for Christmas a couple of years ago. I think it's fun. I also have probably far too many biohacking tools just because I've been doing this for so long. And I think it's a fun time, Mm -hmm. but like. That's not something that's necessary. Yeah. But yeah, it's fun. Um, <laughs> and then in terms of 
other lifestyle stuff. It's always going to be reducing your EMFs. I say to turn your Wi-Fi off at night. That also helps sleep better. Personally, I turn my Wi-Fi off every single night. I unplug it. The amount of deep sleep I started to get because I did that was crazy. I turn mine off. I don't know if it helped. I mean, I know it helps, but it's just like all the Wi-Fi from the other apartments still gets in. That's fair. Yeah, it still gets in. And like, or you can always turn your phone on airplane mode. If you're someone with children, obviously I get, if you can't do that, you could always, what my mom does is turn her phone on loud, but puts it in the bathroom. So she always hears it. It will wake her up if it goes off, Mm -hmm. but it's very far. So it's not emitting radiation to her as she's sleeping. Yeah. What else do we want to say about the mitochondria? I literally could probably go on forever. Do you have anything about it? Um, not that I can think of right now. I don't know why my brain is just drawing a blank today. That's okay. I like do typically say that the mitochondria is at the root of all disease and chronic illness. Like literally everyone who has some sort of chronic illness and disease, literally you need to go back to the mitochondria. You need to go back to drainage. I mean, there's plenty to do right drainage and foundations, but there will come a point where the mitochondria does have to be supported. And if it's not, then you're never going to fully get over that hump. Yeah because there are so many mitochondria per cell, right? Like, like we said, it's the powerhouse of the cell. Hold on. I want to pull this up because this blew my mind when Cellcore told us this, the mitochondria, how many do we have per cell? The eyes and brain have about 10,000 mitochondria per cell, the heart 5,000 per cell and the liver 2000 per cell. And most cells have 1000 to 10,000 mitochondria per cell. So you're telling me if those things are fatigued, if they're down, if they've been burnt out, that they're not doing anything, like they're still doing a lot. Mm -hmm. It's just that they've gotten to the point where energy is not something they can support for you because they're working on keeping your body alive and keeping it fully functioning. Mm -hmm. I love that. I remember literally thinking that and my jaw was on the floor and I was like, okay, must share this fact. Yeah. It's insane. Um, I just realized I haven't had my king coffee today and maybe that's why my brain is not functioning. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it helps alleviate brain fog. That's the best. Yeah. My mitochondria is not on top of this I was going to say, today. excuse me. And so I know you're going to say, what the heck? You didn't tell me any supplements. Yes. That is because we cannot give out supplement advice generically. That's just not it. If you want to talk to us on the social media pages, if you want, (laughs) if you want like more advice, deeper advice, right? Maybe one-on-one personal attention. We could do that too. There's plenty of ways to do it, but I want to give you guys the easiest things possible. I want to give you all the lifestyle tips because it doesn't have to be as complicated as we make it. Yes. There are going to be certain people. I mean, most people who, if your body gets to a point, you need supplements, right? But If you're not addressing all the foundational things, supplements are only going to do so much. If you're not moving every day, if you're not eating a diet full of whole real foods, right? If you're not drinking enough water, I know so many people who just drinking enough water and mineralizing their water or adding a salty mark changes a lot of things in their health, right? Mm -hmm. You have to get down those foundations first. Mm -hmm. And the water and the nature time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Putting down your phone, eliminating stressors, spending time out in nature, fresh air, Mm -hmm. movement, all of that stuff. That's where we start for all of it. I always tell everyone, like, I'm telling you all these drainage things. And when I say like the top three things, like how do we boost this drainage pathway is literally always drinking water and moving your body and then eating a diet full 
of real whole foods. Those are my top three things for everything. Big fat surprise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then very like, important. I know they're just so foundational, like mm-hmm. supplements, the easiest to do in my yeah. opinion. And you don't and, eating real whole foods doesn't even mean you have to eat everything organic. If you can't afford everything organic, exactly. that's fine. Just prioritize your vegetables, prioritize mm-hmm. your protein. Um, and I promise you will feel better. Yeah. And then like, maybe if you have a little wiggle room, you'll get the clean 15 and the dirty dozen and you try and mm-hmm. eat more organic for the dirty dozen. And then the clean 15, you're like, those don't have to be organic or your meats. Maybe you try and get local because it'll be cheaper too. Or again, with produce, local stuff, imperfect produce boxes. I love Misfits Market. Me too. Misfits Market's the best. I have an order on the way right now. Oh my gosh. I like, they used to not be everywhere. They used to only be like in the Northeast because it's out of like PA or New Jersey. I can't remember. Yeah. They only, it's been less than a year that we've been. But there are other imperfect produce boxes Mm -hmm. out there. They're just my favorite because, well, they used to do it so that you couldn't pick what you got in every box because again, it was a smaller company at the time, but Mm -hmm. now you can pick and choose everything and it's discounted and it's organic. They have a lot of stuff too. Like they have so much stuff. A lot of stuff. I got eggs this time. We we love, they have meats on there there. too. Yeah. We love our meat from there. That's where we get almost all of our red meats. So I love misfits. So there's like lots of ways to do it. I mean, farmer's markets are always going to be cheap too. A lot of farmer's markets, if you go there, if you ask about their practices, they may not have an organic label, but they may have fully organic practices. They just one to get an organic label. I'm pretty sure it takes like two years. Mm-hmm. It's a process. It You have to have proven that your practices are organic for, I think it's two years. Yeah. If it's not whatever. So they, I think it's very expensive. It's very expensive too. I was going to say sometimes they're in the process and sometimes it's just too much. It's not worth for worth it for them to spend that money. Exactly. So like farmer's markets are always the way to go. Cause I mean, typically the person you're talking to knows a lot about it and they'll be transparent with you. Mm-hmm. There are lots of ways. And again, doesn't have to be organic. Just prioritize more produce, more meats and real whole foods. And minerals in your water. Minerals in your water. That's why I say salty margs though, because it's literally salt, limes, and water. Not everyone wants to take those electrolyte packets, which mm-hmm. is fine. I've actually never tried them. I know you have. I just I've tried the element and I that's one I want to try. Saw that Redmond Salt makes one. Yes, Relight. Yeah, and so I'm actually pretty interested in trying that one. I really want to try Element and Relight. I just never got around to it. Cause I just love a salty Marg. It has nothing to do with anything else. Yeah. And <laughs> then I'm like, I really enjoy this. Why do I need to buy anything else? It tastes delicious. It tastes like a margarita without the alcohol, without the tequila. Yeah. yeah. Literally. <laughs> so like, I, I love a good fresh margarita. So not the best liver support people, but you know, whatever. I mean, isn't agave like one of the better alcohols that people say though? Mm-hmm. It's like agave and, and like gin are the okay. two cleanest ones. Oh, I thought like if you got a true gluten-free vodka, they were pretty decent too. Um, I, th- I mean, I think they're pretty decent. Vodka just is generally made from either corn or potatoes. Yeah. So. I know I mean... potatoes. <laughs> you know me. Can't get a potato past me. Yeah. I did find a vodka once that it was like charcoal filtered through like rocks and all this stuff and it actually did taste really good okay so i don't know but just me personally i prefer 
gin or tequila a good tequila yeah so they say those are like cleaner easier for your body to process whatever Mm -hmm. because it's just agave i mean it's probably any of them are going to spike spike your blood sugar that's just the truth alcohol is going to cause blood sugar dysregulation Mm -hmm. so you can't even say one more than the other but enjoy your alcohol that's not what you're thinking about and if you are then like don't even drink it's not even worth it if you're worried I, yeah, I always tell people, if you're going to have something that you consider bad, just enjoy it. Don't think about it being bad. Literally just enjoy it and move mm-hmm. on and go back to your healthy routine afterwards. Yeah, like 80-20. We're always mm-hmm. going to preach that. Like, if you want to have a drink, have a drink. I don't encourage having lots of drinks multiple days of the week. I think that's a bit much. Mm-hmm especially in the healing phase for people. Cause like, if someone's coming to me and they're like, I drink three times a week, I drink two to three drinks every time I drink. I'm like, if you're trying to heal right now, that's not supportive of your health. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you can't drink ever. Exactly. I'm a purist. That doesn't mean like, don't follow me. I could stick to an elimination diet for the rest of my life. If you told (laughs) me that was what my body needed. So like, don't, that's not, that's not why I don't drink. I just don't like it anymore. But like, we Mm -hmm. don't need to get into that. Ooh. <laughs> no. So we got to the top of the drainage funnel. I'm sure you still have questions. I'm sure this was probably a little bit all over the place because there is so much that goes into drainage. Uh, yeah, I feel like we could do another episode. I totally just think on we could. mitochondria, just on liver. Oh my god. We literally could. We could oh we could go through literally every drain. Well, I guess we could only talk about the colon for so long because like how does the colon get backed up? You can't poop. Mm-hmm. But you, you could talk thinking. about mitochondria for a while. I'm not even joking, it was a forty five minute talk <laughs> of me talking to myself. Like no one was responding because I had everyone on mute and I was looking at myself so that I could make sure everything was working fine. Mm-hmm. It was a forty five minute talk. <laughs> So, I mean, it was pretty good, but so, okay. If you want to learn more about drainage, where are you going to go? Right. A lot of things you do, like we said, posts free. Mm -hmm. I have a free drainage guide, literally free. You download it off my website. Also, if you're still interested, you're like, I don't know where to start. You said, how do I do it with a practitioner? Work with a practitioner one-on-one drainage is always going to be something that is going to be the first thing they do. If it's not that's not the practitioner for you. You want someone who's well, yes, who's well-versed in drainage and foundations, who that's the first thing they're going into because they know that you have to properly eliminate toxins so that they don't recirculate back into your body. Because Mm -hmm. when you get those Herx reactions, when you feel much worse off, right? I'm not saying you're never going to have any detox reactions in your life because sometimes we have slight reactions here or there. If you get those crazy Herx reactions where you can't get out of bed, you're nauseous, all that stuff, your drainage pathways probably weren't open or you push too hard, too fast. Mm-hmm. It's typically one of those two. Yeah. So that's why drainage is always done first before anything, before parasite cleanse, before you name it. That's why I don't say to everyone to just full moon cleanse. Cause you have to address drainage first. Yes, you do. So if you want to know more about it, if you want to add this into your practice, right? If you're someone who didn't learn about it in your schooling, I mean, none of us did. This is mostly self-taught and self-core taught. Mm-hmm. I am making a drainage course. It's about to, enrollment's about to open really soon. I'm really excited about it. It's mostly for anyone who just wants to learn more about it and how to apply it either in their practice or in their life. If you're someone who's like waiting to get off someone's wait list, or you really just want 
to start drainage on your own. You're like, I think I can do some of this. Like I tell you how I do it in my practice. I go through pathway by pathway. There's like eight slides on each pathway. So like literally what it does, how do we know if it is backed up? What could be causing that backup? Because there's like a million different things. We couldn't even go into it because it would just be here for like four hours. Mm -hmm. And then how can we improve it? There's lifestyle things, there's supplements. There's always look back at the drainage pathways below. I'm so excited about this because I also feel like there's, it's missing in this space, like an education around it. If you are not a cell core practitioner, because not everyone is. And those people still want to incorporate drainage into their practice, into their lives, into their clients. Yeah. I feel like the education is for sure lacking. Like you said, you're not a cell core practitioner. Cause that's where all of us learn about it. Yeah. I hadn't heard about it. No. And it's life changing. Mm Mm-hmm literally 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 I know I've literally every single client I've had is like I never thought about it until I saw all of this and like this is phenomenal this is what we all need and I'm like that's why I'm literally creating a course around it because it's for other practitioners or just individuals who want to learn more about drainage and who want to incorporate it in their life we all also have those clients that like you low-key know want to be a practitioner someday they're like very interested they're very into learning mm-hmm. could be for you too exactly yep it's so great. I love it. I love drainage. I could talk forever. I don't want this to be about me. I want this to be about us. No, I'm fine with that because like I said, you're definitely the experts when it comes to everything drainage. So I'm happy to let you chat for this one. And I do my bonus modules, probably one of my favorites. I go into some blood labs on like how, you know, if certain drainage pathways are backed up, we didn't even talk about the emergency hatch from the liver of the kidneys and the skin. That's my favorite. I've had so much fun with that recently. Can you condense it? Yeah. We're almost at an hour mark. (laughs) I can. So if the liver is not properly eliminating toxins, it can get dumped into the kidneys and the skin. Why? Because if the toxins aren't flowing properly through the drainage funnel, right, they need to go somewhere if they're not being eliminated out of the colon. So instead of the liver processing these toxins, if it's not doing that to get dumped in the bile, excreted out of the colon, the toxins get pushed into the blood where they can be excreted through the kidneys or the skin. It can also, these toxins can create issues in the liver or the kidneys. So if you're someone with a kidney issue, you're like, you can talk about them being a drained organ organ. Obviously they are because urine is a way to drain toxins out of your body. But if you have kidney or skin issues, specifically like trouble sweating and all of that, look to the liver. The liver is the first thing that emergency hatch where those toxins get dumped into the blood. We want to make sure we're looking at the liver and the colon. That was, yeah. That was pretty condensed. Good job. <laughs> Rashes, itching, kidney issues. Yeah. All that Just fun consistent stuff. acne breakouts. Yes. Because like we said, like skin stuff really can be multiple things. Yeah, Sorry. It's, it's a symptom for so many things. Same with GI issues. Both of those are going to be symptoms for like everything. Mm-hmm. So it's starting at your foundations and then figuring out where you're supporting it. So that couldn't be it, right? Process elimination or just work with a practitioner and let someone help you hone in on it. But (laughs) 
no, not me saying to work with a practitioner. It'll probably save you money in the long run. It does. It really does. Just kind of wasting and checking on something that you think might be right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that's never going to help when you're, I mean, guessing and checking really does get you to learn a lot about yourself, about your body, about your healing, but working with someone, even though it may be a bigger investment upfront is definitely worth it down the road instead of $50 supplement here, a $60 supplement there. And then months and months and months and months go on. And you're like, I don't feel any better. Mm -hmm. I need to go drink my King coffee. (laughs) So Em, where can the people find you? They can find me at Emily joy wellness everywhere. And they can find you at the rooted in health everywhere (laughs) and go check out her drainage guide because it's awesome. Yeah. My drainage guide. And if you're like, I need more, which I hope you are because I made this whole course for all of you. And then tell me how excited you are about it because I'm probably just as excited. Mm -hmm. And also hopefully our podcast is on Apple by now and And Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. But you can also find us on YouTube. So just search Hot Healed Girl Podcast on YouTube and you will find us if you want to watch our faces while you listen. Honestly, after watching that first video, I'm like, I clearly am not a visual person. My voice is my strong suit. I uh, don't know how to do that. I mean, I feel the same, but (laughs) whatever. (laughs) And we would love it if you're watching us on YouTube. If you subscribe, if you leave a comment, tell us what you want to hear. Tell us anything and same with on apple spotify wherever you find your podcasts wherever you listen to them if you subscribe if you leave a rating review we would appreciate it we want the feedback so that we can make this better for you guys mm-hmm. because or even just find us on instagram and tell, tell us, us. You're loving we want to hear from you guys yeah like we want to know what you guys want to hear we mm-hmm. could talk forever about literally anything but that doesn't mean that it interests everyone Straightforward to the point. We love it.